and fights crew is back ladies and gentlemen what's good it's another wednesday i'm joined by the always handsome uh not skipper hat wearing right now because we switched it up to just the pay-per-views uh 40 guzzlin mr fleets of flock of flame how's it going dude you know uh living life yeah same shit different toilet working that working that job that nine to nine <laughs> something like that all right all right what, what's good with you uh same old same dude same old same had a pretty chill weekend. Uh, watched the fights, all of them. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of FaceTime conversations with a bunch of my homies who were interested in the fights, which is good to see. I think Sugar Sean brought in a lot of those those eyes. Um, and pretty much just kicked it. Been laying low. Same old same. I mean, there's not a lot to do. So mm. shutdown still in full effect. Still COVID season. It's been like that for a while. Yeah. I'm just, gl- I'm just glad sports are back. True. True. Yeah, NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs, the shortened, NHL. yeah, NHL playoffs, shortened MLB <laughs> season. Yeah, the, the NBA bubble is popping, popping. She's going nuts. So, so first off, you got. Did you see Jimmy Butler? I have not seen this. Talk about you can't knock the hustle, dude. Just keeps grinding. He just signed that mega contract with Miami, mm-hmm. and he opened up like a mini coffee stand. In the bubble for NBA players. Uh, dude, that is hustling. <laughs> That's like, Who's going to need coffee? He knows better than anybody. NBA well, players. In the said, bubble. He said he noticed that there was... um, It was hard to get quality co- uh, coffee in the bubble. A concerning so, lack of coffee. <laughs> so the the money, the money mines start moving. And uh, him and his French press made a little poster board it's cash only no Mm -hmm. ious and it's twenty dollars a cup twenty dollars a cup twenty dollars a cup regardless of size and he's thinking about uptaking it up to 30 a cup yo what what if he is putting some like performance enhancing drugs and he's only selling only selling to other teams he's like yeah man twenty dollars thirty dollars a cup no problem enjoy have fun Every team in the playoffs, other than the Heat, get fucking popped. Yep. They're unable to compete. Miami <laughs> they, Heat. They win by default. 2020 COVID champions by default. I've no, been loving uh, watching the playoffs. Like, normally, like, regular NBA season, like, I, I like basketball. You know that, but not as much as you. So, you know, I'll tune in every now and then, but it's nice just, like, jumping right into, like, the meat and taters of the best part of the season. Oh, yeah. Most it's definitely. super nice. And same with NHL. And all my teams are playing right now. Well, that's debatable. Well, it's not debatable. I believe the Celtics just waxed the ass of the, the Sixers in the bubble. Second game in a row. I gotta block out this. And then the worst me. team in baseball, the Sox, pulled off a win today against the, the Phils. God, dude, your initial boss, the initial Boston transition, mm-hmm. it was cute. There was it's like getting old now for you. Cute. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it, it's not getting old. It's, I'm projecting this years down the road. When I get my Bill Belichick tattoo. And I, the greatest I ever. En- I envision myself, like, lo- it's that love-hate. Like, I'd like when someone brings up your name, like, oh, you're going to go drive six hours of his bo- uh, Oliver this weekend. I'm like, yeah, fucking cock-sucking, 
Belichick hoodie wearing, Tom Brady tattooed Boston asshole. I like your your accent's getting thicker. It's not. You're jumping deeper into no, the Boston culture. It's it makes not me sick to my stomach. Steph and I were literally just talking about this the other day. Like our fairly thick compared to us Pennsylvania accents are still very real. Like somebody at her work just like she said the word home the other day, and we say home weird from like Central PA. And they're like, whoa, what did you just say? And she's like, home. Like, you mean home? He's like, yeah, 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 home. Phone. Well, so I still got it. I, I mean, it's like I'm like a hybrid. I'm projecting this, though, years down the road. I'm going to get a wicked dope home, bro. <laughs> wicked pissa. And you're already a fucking, we already established you're officially like a fucking water person. A water person? Which is worrisome. You oh, know how I, I love the water, water, yeah. Yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Water, not water. <laughs> water. Is that some Philly shit, isn't it? That's some Philly. Some Philly throw jersey. The, throw up the pee, baby. That's why it's bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know you're scared of water, dog. Mm. How did you survive at my bachelor party? I stayed in the pontoon boat. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. Well, all the all the other meatheads we were with trying to show off for other dudes and fucking flexing their abs and biceps, me, you, and a select few sat in a protected pontoon boat and got fucking uh no drunk. you're you must have been blind drunk because you're forgetting the part where i almost died jumping off that cliff i almost didn't jump off far enough and break both my legs listen you were safe the whole time i was not safe and another one of our close friends almost drowned mm, that swimming was... back from the cliff and we were all just laughing i was like no guys seriously i can't breathe i can't, you can't help me <laughs> well if again we've went over this that one it's very much the Drago. If he dies, he dies. You were never in any jeopardy. If you were in jeopardy, I would have saved you. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people watching, so yeah, I might have been all right. <laughs> Anywho's other no, fuck- other other news happening. <laughs> the bull, the bu- the bubble. Yeah, the bubble, which leads into some Instagram thoughts. Yeah, dude. Some what you what? What's the politically correct term to call like the IG chicks who just. Make Who's, a living who sucks seven dicks in one night? I think it's called a whore. I don't want to judge, but I mean, hey, you do your thing. You have fun. That chick goes on the No Jumper podcast and proceeds to say how she sucked like seven dudes on an NBA roster's dick in one sitting. Mm-hmm. In one and go. Then, and then some names were leaked. Well, yeah, they tried to like, they tried. They were like, hey, who was it? And she's like, no, I'm not going to tell. And then someone tweeted her. She's like, oh, it was the Phoenix Suns players. Yep, it was all of the Phoenix Suns. Seven. I talked to one of the boys at work about this. So was this last season? Because that was probably the best thing that happened to the Phoenix Suns last season, right? Had or to have been. Maybe it was in bubble, and that's why they went undefeated. You just had a bunch of happy-ass dudes. You just got their dicks up. Haven't considered that. Yeah. Well, so she's like, yeah, the Phoenix Suns. So I was talking to one of the dudes today. Six or seven dudes are lined up, ready to get their dicks blown. Obviously, Devin Booker's. First, everyone. He's captain. Debatable. Who, who's the second one? Who, how's who's, who's, the the seventh? who's the seventh? Who's the seventh? <laughs> who's the seventh in this? Yeah, I I think the seventh is more intriguing than the first. I think so too. Seventh is just like you're watching this unfold, or you heard about it, and you're like, fuck it. All right, yeah, I'm in. And you're, <laughs> you're entrenching yourself in like all the aftermath. Yeah. And, uh, the discharge. How do you say dis? What's the plural of discharge? Discharges. Discharges. Discharge there's, I. There's a lot of discharge I that you need to dodge when you're the seventh dude. There's a lot of DNA. <laughs> we can say that. 
Yeah, you need to be dodging a lot of DNA if you're the seventh man in a train. Who, who? If if, if you had to guess, who's the seventh guy? Oh, dude, I, I don't even know the Suns roster that well. <laughs> Very <strange. laughs> I don't know. I don't know anybody on the Suns besides you know, Booker. It might have been like a, a rite of passage. Maybe yeah. like I was thinking, maybe it was like some undrafted rookie who barely made the thing, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, kid, it's your, it's your get up here, Rook, step up." <laughs> Hey Rook, dude, do do a do a couple jumping jabs, tip tiptoe around these loads, and come get your dick sucked. Dude, I don't know. Uh, one Sketch. day, I hope, that is one of the questions I we need to find. Uh, find the out order the we need to find out the the exact order of which this transpired. That's right up there with some of the greatest uh, mysteries in history. We could probably do some investigative journalism later in our careers. Make a make a thirty for thirty. <laughs> That's a lot of DNA. What if I told you the train that never arrived? Hey, listen. <laughs> I'm willing to get my hands sticky if you are, brother. Okay, so unintended. With the topic at hand, I don't know if I can agree with what you're asking me. I don't even. I'm not even sure what you're asking me. Anyways. It was a hand, hand job, masturbation, in induendo. In your endo. In your endo. <laughs> so there were fights this weekend. Yeah, there were. I watched them. I finally got a chance to watch some fights start to finish. They were... I loved the shit out of them. Yeah, I thought it was a good card overall. Yeah, uh, UFC 252. Mm -hmm. uh, we all had it marked on our calendar. And... It was bittersweet. A lot of heartbreak. Said. There's a lot of heartbreak in that card. A lot of... Said goodbye to some people. Said see you in seven months to some... Um, but, some trains were possibly derailed. There was a lot of, there was clarity though. Mm -hmm. Um, for the first time in a long time, um, the aftermath of this card and then the, um, preceding current events, there's clarity in he at heavyweight and light heavyweight for the first time in a long time. Yeah, that's true. Let's go so, ahead and look at it. Yeah. UFC 252, uh, started off with fight of the night. Kai Kamaka and Tony Kelly. Yeah. God damn it. Sign me the fuck up for that one. Great, uh, great start. Obviously, if you're giving fight of the night. Moving on. You had the Philly policeman, Chris Dawkins, with the first round TKO over Parker Porter. That's um, his second fight this year? No, Dawkins? That's his, that, that, uh, this dude was the other Dawkins' older brother. There's two of them? There's two of them. What? Two of them. This dude was a Philly, uh, policeman. And he had to report to his shift this Tuesday. Hashtag UFC. Yeah, ha hashtag <laughs> no reason a professional cage fighter should be reporting to work ever after a fucking fight. Real quick, this might send us down a hole, but I'm willing to do it. Fucking ridiculous. Dude, I feel like this is a time period, like, in the grand scheme of all sports, UFC's been around for a long time, just looking at itself, right? UFC 1 was like mid 90s i want to say maybe even before that anywho's i feel like we're gonna look back someday and be like dude i cannot believe the conditions that these guys fought in and had to work a second job while being professional cage fighters like we're gonna look back hopefully 15 years that doesn't seem too long but maybe like 20 years when we're old as shit and be like damn man back in my day kids gather around these guys had to work multiple jobs and still go in on Saturdays, fly to Vegas, get COVID tests, and fight people. 
It's going to be the equivalent of when you watch the old um, NFL films when you're watching dudes with those fucking leather-ass helmets. Yeah. Face masks. What, what are you like, doing? What the fuck are you doing? The NHL, the goalies didn't wear masks. Yeah, that's very much the equivalent of what's going on. It's a fucking shame. There's no reason any of these fighters, if you're fighting in the UFC, should have to report to a fucking day job. Give the man a contract. He looked good for a heavyweight. Quick hands, good uh, good foot uh, footwork. I love the, them Dawkins boys. I mean, I'm obviously biased. You're fuck very me. biased. Really, but it is what it is. Great fight. Um, oh, uh, Danny Robo with the first round sub over Herring. She's a beast. She's Yo, scary looking. She's, she's a dude. Monster. She's terrifying. Ran fucking through her. That's that ground game is other otherworldly. Uh, and then to finish off the prelims. Uh, Vink Pichel gets the decision over Jim Miller. That was a great fight. Too. I love that fight, and that was that was a surprising fight to me. That like was... Jim Miller is a Brazilian uh, black belt BJJ practitioner, and Pichel looked fantastic on the ground. Pichel looked fantastic everywhere. Yeah, he, he looked great fin- everywhere. He almost fin- finished Miller. I love Jim Miller. He we talked about that before. He's just cons. He's a gamer. He's he just seems like a genuinely good fucking dude, and he gets in the octagon. He's constantly just trying to grab your fucking limbs, throw in that guillotine. Uh, that was a great way to end the prelims. Yeah, don't get it twisted. For a journeyman as Jim Miller, with as many fights as he had an experience under his belt, he's still extremely dangerous wherever you have him. Like, yeah, he's probably he's middle of the pack in my opinion now. Probably never another title shot for him. I mean, he's up there in age, but I mean, that's not a fight you can take off, especially if you're an up and comer. You're like, oh, you know, I'm, I got a Jim Miller fight. Like, he's in the twilight of his career. I can coast this one. No, you cannot. Well, look what he did to uh, Rose- Roosevelt Roberts. Exactly. Exactly. He, Roberts went in as, like, the minus 350 favorite. and Tapped him. Yeah, so that was a great, great ending to what was a very fruitful uh, prelims. And then the so, main card, what we all were waiting for. The good shit. The good, that good, good. Uh, Mirab Divashili, the fucking just takedown monster with another uh, decision victory over John Dotson. Just screaming at each other just, in the ring. Just screaming at each other. Listen, that guy's a motherfucker at Bantamweight. Yeah. Not enough people and are talking about him. Not enough people are talking about him. He's another one that I don't think like many fighters are lining up to fight because who wants to fight a dude who's just going to take you, try to take you down 25 times that. And like, I like for as much talent as he has, I feel like amongst most fans, he doesn't have a lot of name recognition yet. Still. I don't understand why, but like, it's almost like fighting Divashili is like almost a lose, lose. You know what I mean? Like you lose, you are falling in the rankings fast because he's not that big of a name. If you win, you're probably going to take some damage in the process. And you're not going to get boosted that much. Relentless cardio. Uh, I love him. Love that fucking dude. I was surprised that Dodson didn't let his hands go more, though. I, that was the only thing about the fight that disappointed me. Yeah. We kind of knew where, uh, what Divashvili was going to do. I just thought Dodson was eventually going to let his hands go. He never really did. Never saw uh, it. It's another great performance. This one... I know what you're going to talk about. Oh, I'm we were texting a lot about this. We were talking about this. So uh, two weeks ago, I swept the card. I absolutely murdered it. Best betting night I've ever had in UFC. Followed by this fucking shit show. Yeah. I literally got the last four fights wrong. Did you hammer only- this one? Oh, I hammered the fuck out of it. It was yeah. in every one of my parlays, dude. Bet the finish. About the Bet the round. And this... 
nothing but love. Great performance from uh, Daniel Pineda. He gets the second round TKO over Herbert Burns. In a crucifix. In a, Oliver. A crucifix. In a crucifix. I have 100 pounds on you. You, we could be blind drunk. You could lay on your back and be like, hey, dude, put me in a crucifix. Have your way, dude. I don't think I could keep you there. Yeah. Herbert Burns, world-class BJJ. Something was up. I, I, I'm i telling you. Something had to be. He missed weight by, what, three pounds? Four pounds? Black belt. I understand. But what I'm saying is I think it correlates to this weight loss. There has to be something wrong. If you, if you cannot get your th- three pounds is a shit ton of weight. A pound is a shit ton of weight. Talking as a former wrestler. But three or four pounds is absurd. You have to have an injury or something wrong mentally for you to not make that. And I feel like that played a part in how you get TKO'd in a crucifix as a black belt Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. That's the move I used to do the first UFC game for like fucking Xbox 360. Yeah. I used to... I used to put fucking 10-year-olds in the crucifix with Cain Velasquez. Elbows. Elbows. That's that's a move you put on your little brother and when you're giving him a noogie. Yep. And he got ended. I've never – I don't know if I've ever seen a BJJ dude at that high a level get ended in a fucking crucifix like that. It, it's – yeah. It, it, with his knowledge of the ground game, it, it, it's mind. one thing to not be able to get out of a crucifix. Okay? That, that's – yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that feels crazy. But to get yourself in that position is crazy to me. It's it. I was screaming at the TV. I I was pleading, and then the best <laughs> part, your boy Bisbing went on uh, IG and posted a how-to, a two-minute how-to get yep. out of a fucking crucifix. And I think his thing was like, to get out of a crucifix, you only need one knee, half a braid, and one eye like me. Yeah, the no, the number one step. To not get in a cruise, to, to get out of a crucifix is to not get in a crucifix. Easy peasy. <laughs> uh, then, and then, you know what the best kicker of this whole thing was? Right when I was eventually getting over all my losses, and this one in particular, guess what I see on Dana White's contender series yesterday? What's that? Some fucking dude putting another dude in a crucifix and just yep. bailing away. Now I have crucifix PTSD, dude. It's the crucifix era. It's a you thought it was you thought it was the leg kick era. It's not, son. The dynamic has changed. Nice. I'm just nothing love. Hopefully that's not a thing. Yeah, I'd... nothing but love though for uh, Pineda. That was an incredible performance. Welcome back to the UFC. This is another one. I'm not going to get overly disappointed with this one, but how the first round played out is mm-hmm. why it was looking like a very fruitful. Uh, promising fight for our guy who we both got had in this one. Jarzino Rosenstrike with the second round TKO over uh, JDS. Bro, so watching this fight, uh, it's the first first period, first round, looking great. My looking stre- great! My stream drops out, right? So I switched over to my computer to watch it on here because I was watching on my PlayStation. Switch over to my computer as soon as my stream launches... I'm watching JDS get punched in the face a lot against the edge of the ring. I'm like, wait, what the fuck happened? I had to watch the replay. Like, how did it, it switch that? Fight? It looked he looked fantastic starting off, and I mean, he said in an IG post, it's like he he even said, I don't understand what's happening. Like, my training has been great. I've been training hard, like looking great in training, and I'm just not getting wins. It's 
so JBS looked phenomenal. Yes, did exactly. Did get crucifixed <laughs> We're not talking. This is an <laughs> MMA podcast. I don't want to talk about my Philadelphia shortcomings of teams. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. I don't want to do it, Oliver. Without Hayward, too. Sorry. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> Fuck it. Where were we now? Oh, JDS. JDS. Yeah. Great first round. Did exactly what he needed to do. I'm feeling very good going into that second. And then mm-hmm. Rosenstrike just blitzes him. I felt good when he was walking out with the mustache. I was like, yup, game over. Game blouses. I was like, dude, Fleazar called it last week. You know, Rosenstrike coming back pretty soon after a vicious knockout. Maybe his chin's weak. Psych. Looked great. And yeah. now he's got another fight possibly coming up. God damn it. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Rosenstrike, it looks like he's back. I guess the damage from Nganu was... Don't say like, minimal. <laughs> what's, a, what's a politically correct way to say you had your brain scrambled, but you bounced back? Uh, I don't know. He did. I can't believe he was able to bounce back on two weeks' turnaround. Yeah, and, and JDS just never, JDS never let his hands go. Actually, I just don't get it. I yeah, don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. He's okay. got to figure it out. Hey, great performance though for uh, from Rosenstrike. Excited to see uh, what what's next for that fucking killer. Uh, and then the co-main event. Sugar yeah. Sean O'Malley, Marlon Cheeto Vera, and <laughs> I'm not gonna say Cheeto Vera sh- sh- uh, shocks the world because. Our texts leading up to this were very cryptic. For weeks, we were talking about this fight and how scared we were. I had a bad feeling about this fight. I didn't think it was going to go down like this, but I had a terrible feeling about this fight. My boy uh, Travis FaceTimed me, and he's like, yeah, man, you watching the fights? I was like, okay, first off, stupid question. Yeah, of course I'm watching the fights. And then he was talking about Sean O'Malley, because that's what I'm saying. Like A lot of eyes were drawn in by Sugar Sean. He's a superstar. Um... But I was like, dude, I have a really bad feeling. He's like, no, this is no problem. He's, he's going to blow through this. He was like, dude, you need to watch because homeboy's a fucking problem. And I have mixed feelings about this. I, go ahead with your thoughts. I'll, I'll go then. So, again, we, we talk about when you see another elite prospect not drop because Sugar's going to be back. There's no doubt in my mind. But yeah. when you see these elite young prospects pick up L's early it makes you appreciate the dudes who go five six years fighting at the the highest level right and not losing yeah uh, your Khabib's a, your Jones your, yeah your DC's DC's the, the street, Fedor uh, yeah so I'm not gonna say I can't say I was shocked because me and you both leading up to this were like it's a dangerous fucking fight cheeto vera is a dog there's no holes in his game if you want to pick any hole in his game it's his probably his wrestling and his wrestling's not bad right um anyone who takes away or tries to take away credit from cheeto and and say the only reason he won the fight is because uh sugar's leg gave out you can make an argument that some some of those leg kicks that cheeto was throwing caused that injury exactly yeah and like the the commentators made a good point like when you take those leg kicks like it can cause nerve damage, and then because of the nerve nerve damage, you're not controlling your foot and your ankle as well, or you might not feel it, and that's possibly why he stepped on his own foot, basically. It looked disgusting. So I had mixed feelings about this when it happened, right? And, like, two days after, 
Cheeto was celebrating very hard about this, right? My first instinct was, bro, calm down. Like, you beat him after he broke his leg or broke his ankle, which we found out that there was no break. It's probably tendons or muscle, right? Hold on, hear me yeah. out. Let me finish this thought. And I was like, you need to calm down. Like, he got hurt and you finished him. Before that, you landed a few shots. But then I really sat back and I reflected. And that's part of the fucking game. He has every right to cheer. And exactly, if the leg kicks were part of the reason that Suga got hurt, it's all part of the game. Your opponent getting hurt is part of the game. If you have to, fin- if you can finish him, you absolutely have to. You won the fight, and you—he you, derailed the hype train, for now at least. Listen, dog. Me and you are as big a Sugar fans out there. Yeah. I, you, if if Sugar would have ended him in spectacular fashion, walk off TKO or some crazy spinning kick. We, we would see IG posts left and right and the reposting how the Sugar Show continues, right? Right. Hey, man. Cheeto wants the world to know what he did wasn't fluky. That man wants to talk that talk. Go ahead. He's earned that right. Right. And he, so, dude, I'm, like we said last week, he's a motherfucker, dude. He is a, he's a problem. That dude a problem. is a fucking dog. And, again, I feel like... He's another one where it benefits – It's I'm trying to find the right uh, verbiage for this, but I think in, in a lot of sports, especially, like it happens in uh, college basketball a lot mm-hmm. where you see this, these huge upsets. And then afterwards in the press conference, they're talking to the dudes, and the dudes are like, listen, we're not surprised. We expected to fucking win. It's right. almost a sense of like naive – like this childhood naiveness. Right. Where they were so numb to like, or didn't they didn't he didn't put Sugar on a pedestal. Right. He was another just player. another guy. Cheeto went in there saying, "This is another guy. I know what I'm doing. He should be worried about me. I should. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be worried about him." And I think that's what you saw there. Yeah. He didn't. Sh- he didn't show Sugar an uh, ounce of respect. No. An well, I mean, ounce of respect yeah. before, during, or after. Right. He let the world know, and I cannot nothing but love to Sugar. I hope uh, there's no crazy ligament damage or anything like that. Speedy recovery. Cannot wait to see back in the octagon. Still think he's one of the faces and uh, faces of the UFC. I don't think – I think we're still on the same page on that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Mind. Dana's got to be punching air right now though. It seems like this year like two of his biggest hype trains got derailed. Yeah. Like two it's... of the big ones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what? What, what, if there, what if there's no damage though to his leg? That was so. I know uh, Ben Askren on Hawani was kind of he. He was very uh, hard on Sugar. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there was no need for the stretcher. You're in a you're a combat sports athlete, so on and so forth. If there's no serious damage, I mean, yeah, that's an uh, that's a can of worms. We'll keep. I don't even want to speculate. We'll cross that can of worms when we get there. Yeah. Um, about I that? can't wait to see what's next for Cheeto because, that, again, that dude's a motherfucker. He's a dog, and he's dangerous. I don't care who you put him against, and he showed you why. Yeah. People forgot, people forgot his name. Not anymore. Cheeto Vera, his next Not one, anymore. I promise you guys, it's either a main event or a co-main event. You could book it. Yeah. I also um, was humored by everybody jumping on Sugar losing. Oh, it's 
like Garbrandt is like, you know, some people aren't made for this game. And listen, I know our chat. There's some people in this chat that don't like Garbrandt. I personally really enjoy him. But at the same time, it's like, Cody got starched three times in a row. I mean, you're back on a one-win streak now but with a title shot coming up. But to say that some people aren't made for this sport, that's, come on. When you got the crown, though, people are going to be coming for you. I get you it. Have, I get for it. Every, for every million people you have that love you, you're going to have five million hoping to see you fall, and this is what happened. Uh, the again, old McGregor treatment. I'm not even going to talk about that. Motivated McGregor is coming to heavyweight. Watch out. Okay, yeah. Who cares anyway. about John Jones going to heavyweight? Motivated McGregor is going to run through it. Main event, the trilogy, and this is the second one that got under my fucking skin. Love, love both these fighters. Mm -hmm. The trilogy comes to a conclusion. Stipe with the decision victory over DC. Heavyweight goat. Heavyweight. No, put the UFC in front of there. UFC heavyweight goat. No disputes. I don't care what you say. There is no defending it. He just beat DC for the second time, and if everybody's calling DC one of the UFC goats, then what does that make Stipe? Get out of here. He's beating everybody. Stipe is the undisputed UFC heavyweight goat. There's no asterisk. There's no question mark. He's done what no other UFC heavyweight has ever done. Uh, living legend. It doesn't matter how he ends his career. He could lose. Uh, looks as of right now, he's going to be... Uh, fighting in ganu with which i don't like that for him but you don't like it for C he's already beat him once i don't like that fight but it's a, it, for I, i'll say this i know we're going to talk about this a lot when that fight comes up the Nganu that he's going to fight is not the same Nganu that he fought before who doggy that's why i don't like this fight for him or the potential fight for him but and he's already an underdog yeah yeah good point chat <laughs> which is a little bit disrespectful but i'm, I'm I'm going to take a step back and just appreciate what we have right now. Uh, the only other heavyweight you can make a case for, uh, GOAT status is, in my opinion, Fedor. Uh, yeah, and it's, we talked about this last week. Yeah, it's Fedor or Stipe. Stipe cements himself as a UFC heavyweight GOAT. What would uh, it take for Stipe to surpass him? What it would take? Yeah. Stipe beats Nganu, and then you're talking about the potential... And again, spoiler alert, we'll get to this in a little bit. Bones Jones mm -hmm. makes that one competitive. Then, again, a lot of speculation. We need to get there first. But uh, he looked incredible. Almost finishes him in the second. Or was that the third? Just the second. End of the second. I, we both texted each other simultaneously when DC gets up and asks, did I get dropped? Yeah, he goes, did I get dropped? And you and I both just at the same time were like, bro, he Done. just asked if he got dropped. That's not good. Yeah, and then detached his cornea. A lot of people <laughs> were hanging on to that though and saying that's the reason. That no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. that. I'm not saying that. Oh, oh, I'm not saying you are, but I'm saying yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, he had the you know tore his eye apart, like the eye poke. Listen, DC has had his fair share where he was the poker. Uh, I mean, with no disrespect to DC, one of my favorite fighters of all time, he was kind of known for that for a while. And, like, I'm pretty sure I heard before in multiple fights in the past that, like, Mark Goddard, Herb Dean have had to tell him, in particular, keep your hands closed. Because DC's whole thing, go back and look at it. You're not going to see any new fights anyways because he retired. Spoiler alert. 
But in any of his old fights, he would always reach for the hands to try to control your hands when you're punching. So when he's reaching, his, his fingers are outstretched and would constantly poke guys in the eyes. It, it happened all the time. So, like, you're right. I mean, he's done to other people. Does that justify him getting poked? No, but it's also an accident. Yeah, but his eye uh, was fucked. Um, I don't want to hear anyone take anything away from Stipe. Stipe is, again, that dude is on a pedestal of his own in the UFC heavyweight history books nothing but love um DC retires mm -hmm. and he's one of the greatest of all time no dis disputing that rides off Only in sunset ride well I wouldn't say that <laughs> he uh not victoriously not he still has to ride off he still has to ride off somewhere he walks off he walks off, off in the sunset yeah and DC's gonna have a very uh fruitful career as a broadcaster, I imagine he's going to continue working with the a AKA. Uh, and the future of president of the Fighters Union. And the future president of the Fighters Union. Bulky. Nothing, Yeah, nothing but love to DC. Uh, I cannot wait to see what happens next, though. We talked about this earlier. We look like we're going to be getting clarity in the heavyweight and light heavyweight division. Well, we have clarity for the next title shot. Exactly. Uh, it looks... You know, Dana comes out and says, listen, no one's jumping in Ganu. In Ganu's getting Stipe. So. Thank God he finally gets the respect he deserves from Dana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there, he couldn't talk his way out of that one. No money no. or anything like that. In Ganu is the clear-cut number one contender. And let's let's keep our cards close to the vest on this one because I think we both have are going to have a fair amount uh, to – I'll have a lot to say. I know you will as well. I have some in-depth analysis on the situation. <laughs> oh, I know you do. Um, but yeah, that was UFC 252. Super uh, duper card. Super duper card. Uh, Oliver. Yeah. You go two and three. My new test strategy is working. Putting you at 80 and 74. I go one and four. Put up a stinker. Yeah, that's bad. Putting me at 95 and 59. Um... However, that does conclude season one of the 40s and fights pick them. And yep. I don't know if you want to bow, bend the knee. or <clears throat> I'll say GG. Good game, man. You could soldier boy tell him me and kiss me through the phone. <laughs> I'll call you later. Maybe that's the issue. I got you. I you miss. We got to talk about that tattoo you're going to be getting. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about it. So, um... Let's hear some ideas. Oh, I got some ideas. I've been okay. working on this one for a while. I just need to get an artist to put into motion. Okay. Bones Jones character. Okay. I hate it already. His, his head. Okay. Caption, Bones Nose, bold, um, bold, thick, italic. Uh, I forget the, the actual font name of it. Is okay. it Arial? I don't, I don't know what font you're talking about. You're just talking about fonts. Bold, bold Arial. Bones nose, him rocking a Yankees cap with a Drew Brees Saints jersey. Dude, that is the worst tattoo you could have possibly picked for me. I've been waiting. I've been working on this for a year, dude. Drunken, sick thoughts. You know if you get that, I'm going to take a blowtorch and burn my skin off. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I get it. Going sons of anarchy, dude. Mm -hmm. Hey, after you get tatted up, you send me a, a message of you just fortune your honestly what you do after the tattoo do you have any other ideas can we talk about other ideas possibly or is that the only one 
listen, if the fans, if the 40s family want to contact us, contact myself, yourself, and pitch some ideas, I'm all ears. But as of right now, I can, I'm standing firmly mm-hmm. that I'm loving the Bones Jones character. It's almost going to be like a bobblehead. Okay, right, like a character. Character? Drew Brees, Saints jersey, New York Yankees fitted, and maybe having like a, a obnoxiously big like Rampage Jackson gold chain that's just some really like see i would like that part you shouldn't do that yeah i bet the, the I, saints jersey is what really pushes it over the edge for anybody oh, who doesn't know. know i'm a panthers fan i would I, I was just talking to my friends the other day and we're all trying to be millionaires billionaires right in the stock market making power moves we talked about before if there comes a day when i'm rich enough to buy a sports team i would love to buy the saints and tank them into the ground <laughs> And make sure that they're never a franchise again. I hate them that much. That's what pushes it over the edge for me. Wait, time out. I, I, this is where the chat. I love our fucking community. This is where the chat Sans. comes in. It, it's Comic Sans Bold. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Comic Sans Bold. So let me paint this picture, okay? Okay. And I, this, this idea just popped in. Live. Yo, anybody listening, if you want to draw this up and send them to Fleazar or to our Instagram page, feel free. I'd love, I'd love to look them over. I think I'm going to uh, Lucky 13, the homie James. Okay. So here's the picture I'm going to paint for you guys now that I have the, the font name. So you're going to be getting this tatted on you. I'm like 90% sure unless someone just sweeps me off my feet. Mm-hmm. Bones Jones character. Mm-hmm. He's going to be rocking a Yankees fitted. He's going to be wearing a New Orleans Saints Drew Brees jersey. He's going to be wearing one of those Rampage Jackson Mm-hmm. obnoxious chains and guess what the medallion's gonna have on it what greg hardy <laughs> a, a face of greg hardy <laughs> so you and that's gonna be on your body tatted up scarred for life yeah i'm gonna get that removed pretty quickly listen you will not get it removed if you blow torture off yourself sons of anarchy style mm-hmm. that's your decision you, will you not can't control it. what i do with my body I will absolutely i'll drive six hours and i'll fucking you will not get that removed, Oliver. I'm gonna. You will not. I promise. How sinister of an idea is that, though? It's terrible. I I really, really respect you for it, but I hate the idea through yeah. and through. I spent so many drunk nights just thinking, like, what could I really do to hurt him? That would what? hurt. I mean, yeah. that, that's I mean that's what friendship's all about, right? Hurting your friends. So I, I really appreciate that. Thanks. I hope what you have planned is your, this is what you're telling me. And then you're going to pull, like, an office with a Nard Dog tattoo and something, like, mad cute that I actually enjoy. But I, I know you. I know you very well. And I know that what I would eventually get is exactly what you're telling me. And then you laugh at me. And then we post pictures and all that. Yeah. I Just put it this way. Barstool. I'll definitely be in contact with Barstool Sports. Okay. Dana's main meme page. Okay. Um, I might get t-shirts made. Okay. And the T-shirts would be this is I'm having this the wheels been running wild. T-shirts of not the tattoo, but a T-shirt of you as a character in your normal getup with the tattoo exposed. What if I get it on my ass? That's your call. I'll just have to get a picture of your ass, sir. I think you have to, dude. You have to send just send me your ass. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta shame me. Uh, So yeah. Season one, uh... Whatever, I'm off to a hot start at the end of season one. My new strategy clearly works. I don't pick with my heart anymore. 
picked against DC, my boy. I have a new strategy coming. Is I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. You are ready, and what if what if we hold off on the tattoo and go double or nothing? Not happening. If you hit in season two, I get it on my neck. Listen, you cannot Chris Brown your way out of this one. You can sing all you want, baby boy. All I hear is fucking birds chirping. Not the good type of bird. The bad. I hear seagulls. You're trying to sound like you're a precious little dove, dude. This blah, singing in a Disney movie. I hear seagulls rah, coming at my boardwalk fries, dude. You're getting that fucking tattoo, Oliver. I'm going to welch on that. I promise. No, you're not. You're I guarantee bird. it. Listen, you you're ending season one right, and if you want to take another huge nugget of gold out of mm -hmm. UFC 252, the debut of Tommy's Corner, Yako's Fighter of the Night. I think that's what gave me power, knowing that that was coming. Listen, it was a hit. We had such a tremendous response and so much positive feedback from the post itself and then the follow-up after his mortal lock, the Yako's Fighter of the Night. Got COVID um, for some dollar bills. <laughs> COVID. What was that, $25 on the bed? <laughs> COVID rolled dollar bills. And he rolled him, put him in his hat. Listen, guys, we can't do it for every single card, but I'm pretty sure we had a verbal – me and Tom uh, had a verbal agreement. We're going to do it for every single pay-per-view. All right. That's fair. So Tommy's Corner, Yako's Fighter of the Night, is going to be a mainstay of 40s and fights, and I cannot wait to the next one. I've already heard some ideas from them. They're A+. Yako's Fighter of the Night. If you guys know anybody who works at Yako's, <sighs> let them know. Looking for some sponsors. Looking for some sponsors, and we could do a live hot dog eating contest on our Twitch page. Like Street you and I competing, or you and I commentating? Both. Listen, son. Yo, yo, what if we commentated while eating the hot dogs? We could commentate while eating the hot dogs. We could commentate other people eating hot dogs. We could, we could get real weird with it, dude. Dude, we could, we we could, could definitely set up our own hot dog eating contest. We'll be commentating. We'll stream it from your back porch. We could just set this. We can make this a, a hot dog fetish stream for all I fucking care. Yaku's I'm into that. I'll change the name. Game. Glizzy Gladiators. Let's go. Slurping down dogs, son. S dog slurpers. <laughs> Professional dog slurpers. Yakos, hit us up. Where are you at? Um, okay, so this is... I can't remember the last time when just fights were rained down on us. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. In multiple in multiple organizations. Yeah. So we're just gonna get right to it. Cowboy, the people's champ, Nico Price. Yep. Has fight of the night written all over it. Yes, but somebody might get slept really fast. Don't really it's a dangerous I, game. I know I know I know where you're going with that. You know what I'm Don't talking about. Oliver, let me live a little. Okay. Mo Green and Greg Hardy. Mm hmm Listen, we told you this a while ago. We're not fans, but that dude continues to grow as a mixed martial artist, and if he continues to win, at some point you will see him in that top five conversation. Yeah, this is just another stepping stone uh, if he wins. This one, finally, um... T-City, Ryan Ortega, and the Korean Zombie. Finally. That's – we've been waiting for that one. A lot of Those injuries. Those dudes hate each other. Ortega beat up his friend, his DJ friend. 
Yeah, so bad boy in that one. Can't wait for that one. Uh, Charles Oliveira and uh, Benil Dariush. Love Oliveira. Respect the shit out of Dariush. That's a fun one. Dariush is an angry motherfucker. Yes, he He's is. Like, I'm done asking for fights. I'm calling out names. I'm knocking people out. I don't want to win. I'm here to fucking put your lights out. Can't wait for that one. And uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah, what? Out of nowhere. <laughs> this was, yeah, what? Right? This one makes, I don't get it. It, what, it. I get it now after watching the presser. Mm-hmm. After the presser. So Anderson Silva and Uriah Hall. And Dana said that as of right now, Anderson Silva will not fight out the remaining fights on his UFC contract. This will be his last fight mm-hmm. in the UFC. Yeah. He won, and they felt that this was a fitting one stylistically it, it should be a fun fight which I agree with but it kind of came out of nowhere and it feels very like just kind of thrown at us and then walk, walked away which leaves right. a really bad taste in my mouth right because you're talking about a guy who's on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore's but I mean I'm going to watch the fuck out of that one. Oh, for sure I mean if it's if it's all but confirmed it's Anderson Silva's last fight you have to watch yeah, it's your. He might be my favorite fighter of all time. Yeah, uh, you know it, his that that three or four year window when he was on top. I mean, he was as terrifying a uh, fighter as we we've ever seen in MMA. Beat everybody. He just was f- just running through every single human being with these video game highlight knockouts. So uh, yeah, it. I I didn't see it coming, but now that I had time to process it. Okay, I get it. Um, and then, this, we, we kind of talked earlier, there's clarity, finally, in the light heavyweight, heavyweight division. Yeah. This is huge. There's official clarity, but I feel like we all kind of knew this was going to happen. It's it's nice to know that it's what official. we, exactly, it's nice to know it's official. We kind of thought this was going to be the case, though. So, Bones Jones vacates the light heavyweight title yep looks like we're gonna see um dom reyes and jan uh fight for that vacant strap that's a banger fuck up for that one that's gonna be a banger and it's nice to see fresh blood now with yuri prohaska in there and now without bones jones in there just kind of shooting everyone down i can't wait that light that light heavyweight division is gonna be super fucking fun it opens things up a lot opens things up a lot and now you have bones jones moving to heavyweight and on top of that coming off his impressive victory you get Derek lewis and curtis blades matched up and that's the one that um lewis was calling for lewis and blades yeah stylistically i don't like the matchup for lewis it's oil and water it's <laughs> it's like it's so well, it depends right it depends on the, which way you're looking at it if you're looking at, like, what I said last week about how, like, the best UFC fighters have a wrestling background, I don't like it for Lewis. But if you're looking at it from anybody can get caught on their feet, I kind of don't like it for Blades. I So, yes, their styles are very different, but they're both really good at what they do. So it, it just depends on the flow of the fight. It could be, that, that could be a barn burner, man, especially if Lewis just stands up from the ground. If. I, again, I don't know. I don't know. It it could be awesome. Clash. Style. I love both those. I, I hope they tie. I don't want to see anybody lose. So you're not seeing a draw on that one. I'm Absolutely sorry. Absolutely not. Um, 
And just when you thought, God, I'm so fucking proud of myself. Pat, can I do this? Pat myself on the back? Yeah. God damn it, dude. I, 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 I held it in this entire time. It feels like I was holding in a fucking sneeze. Yeah, just when you think we're about to transition away from UFC. Oh, wait. I'm going to say something, and I'm going to speak on behalf of you, if I may. Okay. Well, it depends on what you say. Guess who is officially back? Rumble! Rumble young man Rumble. Anthony Rumble Johnson starts submitting his piss and blood to the fucking testing pool. And guess what? His manager says, yeah, Rumble's coming back. And he's at doing light, it at heavy. light heavyweight. I'm excited. God damn it. Name one fighter you're picking at light heavyweight over Rumble Johnson. Nobody. Cricket. Crickets. Nobody. Now, it, now, hold on, hold on. This is this is all very hype, right? I'm buying into the hype. Love Rumble Johnson a lot. I and I said before weeks and maybe months, maybe a year ago, in his prime when he used to fight, he was the scariest fighter in my opinion in the UFC. When you get in a cage with him, he's the scariest fighter there was. Now, we don't know what he's bringing back from this long break at light heavy. But I'm buying into it currently. I want to see this first fight. If he runs through his opponent, then yeah, I'm. A, I'll continue to say 100% in. And if he is like he used to be, he's gonna run through that division, in my opinion. I don't care. I'll make myself. I'll be the asshole. I know you will. And, and you know what? You're totally. I'm agreeing. Like what? Everything you're saying is making sense because you're you're using your brain. I'm a big brain. I'm, you're, using, you're letting your brain do the talking. I'm letting my old E. That makes sense. Everything in me is just screaming, rumble, rumble, rumble. God damn it. I don't know who you book for him first. I don't. You don't give rumble a tune-up. No. The, it's got to be a top ten minimum. You, you got to feed that a top five. Give him Rashka. <laughs> no, that, that's that's. A, no, you just said anybody. No, that's not smart business. You cannot give Yuri Prohaska Rumble Johnson his second. Oh, see, now you're acting soft on me, dude. No, I'm just not. Believe me, there's nothing soft about me about this, the return of Rumble. Just not Yuri. Um, Santos? Oh, God. He'll be probably coming back around the same time with a double knee replacement. I just want to enjoy the fact that there's confirmation Anthony Rumble Johnson is back, baby. Absolutely. Cannot fucking wait. Let's go. Um, so, just when you thought you had all your fix in for MMA, then you got this weekend, you got 1FC, they're back with uh, No Surrender 3 this Friday. So is it like Thursday night or Friday morning? It's Thursday. It's, I'll tell you this. It's some. It's sometime between Thursday and Saturday morning. Awesome. That helps me watch. Thank you so much for the insight, dude. I'll be, I'll be sure to check it out. I really appreciate that. A lot of Muay Thai. You really cleared up a lot of my confusion. It's honestly, again, we've said this forever. They just need to make it more comfortable for us overweight, obnoxious Americans. No. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, so, yeah. One Why aren't they there. doing it in Florida? Just eating cheeseburgers and coughing on each other. Hell yeah, that's uh, what we do. And then Bellator, they're back, back, son. They're big back. Uh, Uncasville, home. Yeah, yeah they're uh, 
So not only do they have uh, Bellator 244 this Friday, which mm-hmm. we'll get to, they uh, dropped the bomb right before we go live. Yeah. Um, as of right now, they're going to be uh, hosting two shows, two consecutive days in September at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, where we were at for UFC, what, 240? Something. Something before it got canceled. Um, the first event, September 11th, rematch. Leota Machida and Phil Davis. Love that. Love Phil Davis. Watch the fuck out of that. Then we get to see the the um, Bellator debut of Kat Zingano yep. going against Gabby Holloway. Sign me the fuck up for both of those. Yeah. Can't When's, wait. What about Dylan Danis? When's he fighting? I have no dude. <laughs> yeah. The greatest fighter. The I greatest say, shit like, talker in the world. He is the greatest fighter who's ever fought in two fights yes. in two years. Agreed. Cheers. Agreed to that. Just, Cheers, partner. Uh, <laughs> then the follow-up card is as sign me the fuck up. Uh, September twelfth, vacant bantamweight title on the line between Juan Archuleta and Patty Mix, undefeated. Yeah, it's been vacant since uh, Ryzen uh, double champ uh, Horiguchi had to vacate it due to injury. Mm-hmm. Sign me the fuck up for that one. And then we get Neiman Gracie and John Fitch. Yeah. Liz Carmouche and fucking Deanne Bennett. Crazy. Yeah. I'm saying it's a never back been to back. Back to back. Going back to back never has been a better time to be a fan of mixed martial arts. Cannot wait. Uh, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Brings a tear to my eye. Brings a tear to my eye. And then we got, uh, we got the fights this weekend. There's Two cards. What? So there's fights this weekend? You patronizing me? I'm JK, dude. JK. <laughs> See, you're just JK. You're just busting my nuggets, buddy. Uh, So you had a pretty bold statement before we went live. I did. For me. Not for you. It would be pretty standard for you. But my opinion of this weekend's fights is that Bellator does it for me more than UFC does. I'm not saying the UFC card is bad, but top to bottom, I like Bellator more in this one. If we're just comparing cards. I'm more interested in watching Bellator. You're not wrong. I'm going through the prelims right now. You you, uh, Tokoff and Gonzalez, both undefeated. Sign Mm -hmm. me the fuck up for that one. Um, Almeida, Mukidov. uh, That'll be a good one. Piccolotti. Uh, The man Roy Nelson. Yeah, well, that's the main card. I know. This is a prelim, son. I know. Piccolotti and uh, Outlaw, sign me the fuck up for that one. That's just the prelims. Yeah. That's just the prelims. The main card is fucking stacked. Um, John Salter, that man is always a fun time to watch. You got big country Roy Nelson. Mm-hmm. Valentin Moldovsky, sign me the fuck up for that one. You got former champ Julia Budd. Going against Jesse Meal, and then the main event, the realest champ champ in all of mixed martial arts, in my humble opinion. Yes. Ryan Bader defending his light heavyweight strap against uh, Vadim Nemkov. Yep. Oliver. Is that their first? That's their second time fighting. No, this is their first one. It was scheduled. It? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For got canceled. In May, I think, and got canceled. Yeah. Oliver, this is season two. It is. We'll talk. We'll talk wagers. Of what's on the line? Another time. Okay, that's fair. 
you're hyped for Bellator. I am. Partner, which fights do you want to dive into? Let's do, I'm looking at it right now. Your call. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be a gentleman. I'm opening the door for you. All right. Here's I what we're going to do. I hand you the plate. We'll do Salter Kappel. We'll do Nelson Moldovsky. We'll do Bud Meal. And then we'll do the entire main card. <laughs> I'm just saying. You literally just rattled off. Yeah, the we'll do all of them. We'll do all of them. Wow. Oliver, I mean, go ahead. All right. I'll start. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. John Salter versus Kappel. Be a little quick about this. So Kappel is a bit bigger um, than Salter is. Uh, in terms of weight, but Salter has an inch on him, a little bit longer reach. Uh, slightly more experience with Salter. I think I'm going to just ride with that. I'm going to take Salter. I think this is a close fight, though, stylistically, at least in my opinion. Um, Salter decision. I like it. Right to the fucking point. Me and you. Well, sometimes you like when I'm right to the point. Sometimes you don't. Well, no, I, I love you. Depends I like on what you. mood you're in. I like you for you always. Dude, thanks, partner. Salter, I love this one. I think Salter, I think it's going to be a good fight. I think eventually Salter is going to get this to the fucking ground and sink in some fucking hooks. Because mm -hmm. that's what he does. That's what he does. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to be a fun fight. Give me John Salter. Give me second round submission. Okay. Boom. Uh, Roy Nelson and Valentin Moldovsky. Mm-hmm. This, this one's one. This one's going to have me in a little confused. Roy Nelson is going to try to use his size and use that fucking country gut. <laughs> push him against the fence. Wear him out. Tire him out. Take him to the ground. The trend we've seen is that a lot of these heavyweights... Uh, I'm not going to say... You can only take so many punches as a as a cage fighter. Yes. You know what I mean. You have you have a, a budget. You, if have... you go over that budget, you start to go in debt. <laughs> yeah, and once you're in debt, it seems like there's no. This isn't monopoly. There's no get out of free jail card. Get out of jail free card. Yeah. Roy Nelson has a lot of fights under his belt. More experienced. If he gets this to the ground, we might. You know what? I swear to fucking God. As it just came in my mind. If there's ever a fight, it's going to ruin my weekend. It's going to be Roy Nelson putting this kid in a crucifix. <laughs> it could happen. Like he did on the Ultimate Fighter, he just puts his gut. I'm, I'm taking the younger uh, younger fighter with less mile, mileage, uh, Valentin Moldovsky, and give me first round TKO. However, if I see a Roy Nelson crucifix at any point or time, just check, set, send help. Okay. That's fair. I, I like where you're coming from, but I'm going to go against the grain on your pick. I think that the experience we'll play is Roy Nelson has been in the fight game for a minute, right? He's in the UFC for a bit. Now he's in Bellator. Moldovsky's an up-and-coming prospect, right? I think the experience plays into a bit, and I think you're not giving up credit. I think Roy Nelson still has a lot in the tank compared to other fighters his age who have fought in multiple promotions. I think he still, he still has some. Uh, I think that plays into it. I think that Roy Nelson wins by TKO in the second. Wow. Okay. I mean, I can't. This is going to be one of those fights that nothing's going to surprise me. It's not like what you. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
if if Roy Nelson wins, it's fucking Roy Nelson. He's right. banged with some of the greatest of all time, so it's not gonna be surprising by any means. It's just I think I'll, I'm, I'm gonna take the younger fighter in this case. Yeah. Oliver, moving on. Ladies fight. The ladies fight and one of the more slept on fighters. A lot of people don't talk about her in the regards which she deserves. Uh, former champ Julia Budd and uh, Jesse Meal. Fantastic segue, Chris. Thank you so much because I don't see how you can pick against Bud in this one. I think Bud is a massive favorite. I'm sure she is uh, by Vegas standards. She's a massive favorite in my mind. She's got. She knows what it takes to be a champion. She used to be. I don't understand how you can pick against her. Um, I think she finishes. I want to say TKO. Um, Mio has t- a lot of talent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she's a, she's a slouch. Uh, I think she could probably survive to about the third, maybe end of the second. But I think Bud wins this, and I, I would love to hear an argument on why Mio wins this or how Mio wins this. You won't hear an argument out of me, partner. So. Uh... We're clicking. I don't know how you pick against Julia Budd. I know she's coming off a tough loss. Cyborg. Uh, it's fucking Cyborg, though. It's Cyborg. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Listen, you get a pass uh, for that. Yeah, you definitely get the pass. Julia Budd is one of the greatest women's fighters in the world. Moy, incredible Muay Thai. She just ran up against Cyborg. Everyone yeah. not named Amanda Nunes, who's the GOAT-GOAT women's combat sports. You know, Maybe has, both genders. Yeah, has fell victim to fucking Cyborg. So yeah. give me Julia, Bud, uh, Julia Bud. Uh, Meals no slouch again. Uh, I think just Julia Bud is on a, another level. Give me yeah. Julia Bud and give me second round TKO. And guys, if you haven't picked up, I think we're gonna see a lot of fucking finishes on Friday night. That's I what Bellator is, though. Them. That's the beauty of Bellator. I feel there's so many more spectacular finishes in Bellator than there are in the UFC, and maybe that's because like a balance of talent. I don't know. Maybe it's a circular ring. You know me. I love I always love <laughs> I, know, I know you have. I've always it just always did it for me. And someone who's always done it for me, the realest champ champ in the game, in my opinion, Ryan Bader and uh he's defended a strap against Vadim Nemkov. My turn. It is. Fuck. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so torn on this. Are you? Yeah, I am. Because not enough people are talking about uh, Nemkov. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that. Anytime. You know how I feel about Samba. Yeah. This, there's not a hole in this kid's game. He's a fucking killer. I've, I watched this kid, and he and he reminds me. I'm going to pull this up real quick. Um, these fucking Sambo kids, they're... they're it's the wave. Is that is that is that the? It's the fleek that... dog. I don't know. What, I don't know. Wait, what's what's fleek? I don't know. I'm that's... old now, man. <laughs> wait, I have no idea. Well, that's the wave. It's the wave we're talking it's about. It's lit. Like, it's lit. It's the wave. Those Sambo dudes are motherfuckers, and this Nemkov is a he's a problem. I'm trying to. Um, yeah, this is. This is the kid who beat Phil Davis. Yep. I wanted to. I wanted to go back and find that. And fight it was. if you know, if you or you don't know, Phil Davis is one of the most not well. He's one of the most prolific wrestlers, American wrestlers in Bellator. National champ for Penn State. Penn State's pedigree. He's, he's one of the best. So to say that the Sambo overtook the wrestling in that bout. Yeah. Says a lot. This kid 
when he fought Phil Davis, he was winning the wrestling exchanges, mm -hmm. which is fucking mind-boggling. Phil Davis is one of the most decorated American wrestlers to come out of our country, and uh, you know what I mean? He's up there. Yeah. I, I want to be bold. I want to be brave, and I want to pick Nemkov, but I can't. It's mm -hmm. Ryan fucking Bader. He's the, the realest champ champ we have. He continues to defend both titles. Give me Ryan Bader. Give me decision. And I think this is going to be the – this fight is going to be the best fight we see all weekend between all three cards and all three organizations. Give me Ryan Bader's decision. He retains that light heavyweight strap. Okay. I agree with pretty much all your points except your pick. I think the Sambo plays a lot into it. I know that you have a little bit of bias with, with Bader. He's one of your favorites, which is completely understandable. He's, like you said, he's the truest champ champ we know. Um, but I think the Sambo, Sambo in the ground game takes control here, and, and the young blood pulls it out. But it's not gonna, it's not gonna be in dominating fashion, in my opinion. I think this also goes the distance, kind of like you predicted, just goes the other way. I think <sighs> Nemkov takes this by decision. Um, I think it, it makes it to the ground multiple times throughout the fight. I think he controls those situations. Stand up, I think it, it's it could go either way. I think it probably goes Bader's way, but if it goes to the ground, I think we see Nemkov control that. That that's why I picked Bader though, because I'm thinking, okay, if it goes to the ground, you might see a stalemate. If mm -hmm. it's if it stays on the feet, you probably have to give Bader the the advantage because Bader has that fucking has lightning in his right hand, and he's slept some of the greatest of all time. I guess so. That. In my in my mind, if Nemkov if Bader knows Nemkov wants to take it to the ground, and Bader is consciously choosing to to keep it on the feet, which I think he will be able to. I'm not saying it doesn't go to the ground. I just I can't pick against Bader. That's if fair. I, no, it's completely this fair. Is, this is by far the most the the most excited I've, I am for any fight on one FC Bellator or UFC this entire weekend. That's completely yeah. fair. And like I, I know I sound confident in my pick. I'm not. I think like I said I think it's going to be a super close fight regardless. <laughs> oh God, you already broke character. First first picks of season two, and I'm thinking, oh my God, Oliver's so composed. He's confident. You're like, oh no, man. I'm I'm, just... I'm man enough to admit I'm not. You know. I have some insecurities about my picks. Mm -hmm. We all do. Don't we? Don't we? Pick. Don't we all? Insecurities about picks and dicks, buddy. <laughs> get it? We're I got you. Excited. I got you. And then Saturday night, we have UFC Fight Night. Uh, headlined <coughs> by Edgar and Munoz. We're finally going to get to see this one. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The prelims leave me something to... A lot to be desired. I, I yearn for something more. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see the debut of uh, Timur Valiev. Uh, one of the, the he's making his UFC debuts, so um, he's regarded as one of the better bantamweights in the entire world. Uh, so keep your eye out for that one. Um, I don't know. You got Dwight Grant and Kalen Bourne. Mm -hmm. You got Joe Selecki and Austin Hoover. Uh, Amanda Lemos, sign me the fuck up for that one. Uh, but yeah, the prelims good leaves me yeah. something to yeah yeah and you know for all we know there's going to be six finishes and we're going to come here on wednesday talking about 10 out of 10 yeah and but just leaves me a little something to be desired main card though cannot fucking wait for this one daniel rodriguez and takashi satow and daniel rodriguez is one of my new guys mm. repping la um the story that I want to say Joe Schilling said on the Rogan podcast was one of my favorite excerpts ever. Yeah. 
Yeah, when uh, Rodriguez was in the in the back area, and like, hey, you're up in ten minutes, and he's like, oh, he was just looking at his phone, and Shelling's like, hey, man, like you're up in ten minutes. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, and he's just scrolling on Instagram. <laughs> and after the fight, Shelling's like, hey, like most dudes are like, you know, have like a routine. Right. Shake out, shake out the nerves if there are any. He's like, you weren't like nervous at all. He's like, nah, like I was in jail, so like I'm only, <laughs> I'm only fighting one person here tonight, like not six or seven. Right. Angel Rodriguez, what he's after that story, he's got a new diehard. That's my fucking guy. Okay. Um, Maria uh, Agapova and Shana Dobson. Uh, OSP and uh, Alonzo Menafield, the co-main event. Sign me the fuck up for that one. And then the main event, Frank Yeager and uh, Pedro Munoz. Oliver, you want to do the – I'm going to call it the the big three. I'd rather do, like, the last two. Okay, fair enough. We could do the last two. Um, that but, makes, what, seven altogether? Six altogether? Six altogether. Um yeah gotta give love to my man daniel rodriguez and for sure. Sato. uh keep your eye out for that one it's gonna be a super fun fight and then maria agapova that girl is a fucking killer oh yeah, yeah so keep your eye out keep your fucking eye out for this one oliver i think this is you yeah sure i'll pick this one it's a co-main event let me pull this up real quick uh ovin's uh von flu i should say Von Flew. Versus Menafield. <clears throat> we've seen Menafield fight. I don't know. We've seen him fight this year. I feel yeah, like he, he, he just, fought. He uh he slept somebody. Yeah. That's what I was leading to. Is Wait, that he slept someone I want to say two fights ago, but he lost one against Devin Clark, maybe, where he just got wrestled wrestle fucked. Yeah. Maybe um, I'm or I'm gonna Again. So, dude has dynamite in his hands. Like, you talk about Menafield, you're talking about somebody who has the potential to sleep pretty much anybody um, that he wants at any given time, you know, if the situation's correct. Then you're talking about the guy he's fighting against. Ovin St. Pru, who has hit the Von Flu choke more than anybody else. Some people have suggested they rename the choke the St. Pru for that exact same reason. Um, this is a weird, weird fight stylistically, because you have St. Prue, who can, can deal damage on his feet, but I mean, he's known for his BJJ and his ability to sleep, or, uh, to submit people, and then Menafield is pretty much, for the most part, as you mentioned, like, in one of his losses, he got Russell fucked, so his ground game's not great, but if you stand on your feet, you can get slept, and I feel like recently... Uh, St. Prue fought somebody and got put out. We both picked him to win. No, you're talking, I think you're, are you talking about his heavyweight fight against Rothwell? Yes, Where that's he what it was. Off. Yeah, he looked off. It was, something he was weird. Off. He looked off. I think he looks more natural at light heavyweight, right? That's where he's yeah. done the majority of his fighting. I think he looks much better in this fight. Um, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the, the fight at heavyweight had nothing to do with, jumping up it was just something else you know something outside of the realm of gaining weight um i don't know i i think if we're at if we're talking right now about which which is greater you have a scale right you have metafield stand-up game and striking power and you have saint prue's ground game i think when you look at the culmination of their careers you have to go with saint prue's ground game right he's been in the game a lot longer though but for some reason, I just cannot shake the feeling 
that Menafield will catch him on their feet. I think his his takedown defense is good enough to try to stay away from that. Um, he knows exactly what to expect. I'm, I'm not saying St. Prue's a, a one-dimensional fighter, but everybody knows what his strengths are. You know what I mean? Like It's very overwhelming what his strength is. Yeah. Um, so I'm picking Menafield in this. I think he, he clips St. Prue and ends it, I want to say, second round. Yeah. Uh, you had me fooled for a second. Yeah? I, th- I thought you were going OSP. I'm going like, Menafield. Yeah. So you got Menafield second round, TKO? Second round, yeah. Yeah. You're not going to hear... Uh... So OSP has these like flashes of brilliance mm-hmm. where he takes your breath away. But he... <laughs> then he... he... He leaves that chin up way too much for my <laughs> to make me feel comfortable in this one. Especially something against like Menafield. Menafield looks like he's chiseled from stone. Yeah. So Menafield, if he fucking touches that chin, you're you're gonna go down. And OSP has a lot of mileage on him. Right. I think OSP is gonna try to take this to the fucking ground. And if he does, he's probably gonna be in really good shape. I think OSP is gonna try to maybe get this against the fence and wear down Menafield. Will he? I'm gonna bet not. I could see OSP getting clipped, shooting early. Yeah. I think OSP is gonna. I could see one of those situations we've seen a couple weeks ago, where where the the wrestler has a striker pinned up against the cage, and he he leaves that head, the the little the, that side of the head right. open. Menfield lands a couple elbows, gets his attention, stands him up, reverses positions, and I see Menfield ending this first round TKO. I think he uh, puts out OSP. However, you can't count the dude out. But uh, I'm, I'm I like Menafield in this one. And considering you get him at even money, depending on how, you know what site you're betting through, mm-hmm. give me Menafield first round TKO. Okay, fair. And you moving you on. wrap it up. Yeah, moving on the main event. We've been waiting forever for this one. I feel like this one's got pushed back like six times. Yeah, Just, I feel like <laughs> they called this fight in 2012. <laughs> Yeah, we I, it constantly got canceled, dude. I feel like injuries, COVID testing, uh, everything, just moving it card to card. Now it lands as your main event, bantamweight uh, main event. Frankie Edgar, the legend himself, going timeless against, wonder, timeless wonder, going against Pedro Munoz, uh, rather uh, explosive, a bit. Just, just a, a bit. bit just a bit listen edgar's a legend localish dude a lot of the homies love this dude including myself new jersey jersey's one of jersey's that Rutgers boy one of the only the good things to ever come out of new jersey <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm not disagreeing with you oh yeah let's talk about jersey and how much it's how awful it is i'm good you know, one good thing that's ever came out of fucking jersey uh fucking what white castle i'm good yeah, pass. White Castle's <laughs> ass. Yeah, White Castle, that's fucking horse meat. We'll have to do an episode on things that are extremely overrated, and we'll lead with White Castle. White Castle. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> Frank Eckert, he's a fucking legend. Uh, he's great on his feet, great footwork, great wrestling. Uh, I don't... I feel like I'm repetitive, but a lot of these dudes, they got some mileage on them. Yep. You saw what happened, Edgar and the, the zombie. Mm-hmm. Early, early in that fight, <laughs> and Munoz has fucking dynamite in his hands. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is a 
the stereotypical, the longer this fight goes, I think it favors Edgar. I think Edgar's going to try to use that experience. I think he's going to try to use that footwork. I think he's going to try to wear down Munoz. However, in the end, I think Munoz finds that chin. I know I'm very... This might be the most finishes I've picked. Uh, Maybe... Have I ever picked this many finishes? I wouldn't know. We drink a lot of alcohol in this podcast. I don't know if you're familiar with our format. (laughs) I'm looking back, and... I'm trying to think. I just, like, when I was looking at these cards this weekend, I just foresee this being a very violent weekend. Yeah. I, I just really do. So give me Pedro Munoz. Give me third round. Give me uh, third round TKO. I just think, I don't know how I bet against. That dude has, again, dynamite in his hands, and Edgar has a lot of mileage on him. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I like him at Bantamweight. I'm 100% with you on this. Um, I know a lot of people, especially like the UFC Instagram account, a lot of other um, MMA-focused Instagram accounts have been posting the clips of Pedro Munoz when he fought Garbrandt. Um, And they were both just swinging right hands at each other in the center of the ring. And a lot of people might look at that, and they're not familiar with Pedro Munoz, and think, you know, he's a wild dude who just throws crazy punches. I don't think that's the case. I think it was the case of that fight, sure. Got got lulled into um, just throwing bombs with another dude just like to throw bombs in Garbrandt. Oh, yeah. Um, but don't let that detract you from the fact that his punches are accurate. And he, he obviously had the power to put Garbrandt down, but that was like the second or third time Garbrandt got put down in a row with his chin pretty weak. Um, so let that be known. He, his hands are accurate, and like you said, he has dynamite. Um... I don't think it goes as long as you're saying. You're saying third round. I think if Munoz wins this fight, which I think he does, it happens earlier. Um, probably the second. I don't think it's a first flash. But I, I just think that he he is more in the tank. And like you said, Edgar just has a bit more wear and tear. I don't know if I love him at this division. Um, I'm taking Munoz. Yeah. that's. I, I found myself torn on this one because I can see... Again, I can see a path in which Edgar... Edgar wins this. It's For just sure. Every, every time I come back around, I'm thinking, I don't know if he's going to be able to avoid the the, the striking of Munoz for, for that long. I think, right. Edgar, I think it's a competitive fight. I just think eventually Munoz is going to find that fucking chin, and he's a younger, fresher fighter. It's, yep. it's, been, a th- it's been a theme tonight, and... I'm yeah. I'm very. I'm pretty confident in Munoz too. I think he's gonna be one of the legs in, in the parlays I cook up. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. And do you notice something? What? I'm I'm very proud of you. What's that? You hung in the pocket hard as fuck. What God. do you mean? I should. You know what? I'm I'm okay to say this. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. saying this. I didn't read the odds on any of the fights. Nice. No, not nice. Normally, you like to hear the odds. You're right. That was that was season one, Oliver. This is there, yeah, dude. This, honestly, I'm, I got goosebumps right now. I purposely, when I send you the rundowns, mm-hmm. look back. I purposely wrote in the rundowns. Um, Provide odds or something. Like that. Odds. <laughs> yeah. And you didn't. Wait, what's going on? I said you you didn't do that. Just cut out big time. Oh my bad. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, you cut it. So I wrote thinking it was going to make you comfortable thinking I was going to read the Vegas odds. I didn't read a single odds, and you you stood in the pocket. Yeah. 
I'm slaying and banging, dude. This I'm is season two. It, it's very similar to pre-quarantine Oliver and Qualiver. They're two very different people. Okay. Before March, I wasn't eating chili out of a can. And, and, you know, now I do. So this is it's the same thing. Season one, Oliver, I needed my odds. I needed a crush. I need, I need some guidance. But this season two, Oliver, I'm right. I, I need to find some redemption for this horrific tattoo idea you have to put on my body. You're cut. I'm cutting out. Is that the end of the podcast? Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're Are we wrapping this up? Time. We need to. You sound like you sound like an aliens. Uh, aliens fucking your mouth, dude. Whoa. Just cutting your Wi-Fi off. All right. What can you do? What? Let's wrap this up. You good? <laughs> I'm you fine. Good. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. All right. Anyways, to I'm recap. Good. We talked about some fights. Season 2, Oliver. New man. Don't need the odds. Uh, we talked about uh, Instagram thoughts. Blowing entire NBA teams. Espresso machines in the bubble. Hustling. I think that's all we got. I need to do this before I start breaking up again. Yeah, send, before you end it, Oliver, send me your send me on Instagram. Send us your picks on who you think the last Suns player to get his dick suck was. I want to know. I got you, bro. I got you. All right, well, all right. I think that's all we got. We got to get out of here with these technical difficulties. Thank you, everybody. We love you so much. Please are. 40s and fights. We're out, guys. Thank you. Later.